We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Two regional New South Wales towns were hit by a tornado and hailstones the size of tennis balls thrashed other parts of the state as wild thunderstorms moved in from South Australia yesterday. Storm clouds whipped up a tornado between Lithgow and Bathurst which flattened a home and tore down power lines in the afternoon. Three people were injured in the wild weather which tore a path of destruction in the central west towns of Meadow Flat and Clear Creek. The incredibly rare weather event shocked residents in the rural area of Pierce northwest of Bathurst as it formed from the dark clouds overhead during an afternoon thunderstorm. You always think you can go and hide under a bed, but there is glass all under them, local Kathy Jones, whose home was hit hard, said later. Everything was just swirling around. The house, there's not much left of it. Yeah, tornado. It took the house, the roof, it took everything. The next door neighbours have shown up, supported us and given us somewhere to stay. We will survive. Bureau of Meteorology senior meteorologist Jackson Brown said the low-pressure system created rotating thunderstorms that can generate tornadoes. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. The head of the private school's teachers' union who claimed children should not return to class a week earlier than originally planned because teachers had not had the chance to get vaccinated has received a slap down from the education minister. Independent Education Union Acting Secretary Carol Matthews appeared on breakfast radio and television yesterday with a litany of excuses as to why schools should not reopen a week earlier than scheduled, including claiming teachers did not have enough time to get jabbed. But Education Minister Sarah Mitchell on Thursday said teachers had known for weeks that vaccinations would be mandatory and had months to get access to a vaccine. We've made it very clear to all staff in all settings when we announced our back-to-school plan at the end of August that you would need to be vaccinated, that mandatory vaccines would be in place for our school staff, she said. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. A split within the New South Wales Valuer General's office has come to light with an employee saying he couldn't stand in silence over the unfair acquisition of a helipad site in Western Sydney. In correspondence seen by the Daily Telegraph, an employee assigned to Value Mark Harold's Sydney Helicopters business claimed his views and opinions would be dismissed without even a proper discussion after Valuer General Dr David Parker handed down his determination termination in September. My personality does not allow me to stand in silence and watch events unfold in a way I believe in, unfair or unreasonable, the employee said in personal correspondence to Mr Harold after the determination. I've had my say and voiced my opinion at the highest levels in this, but at the end of the day, the value general has total control of his part in the process. And former South Sydney boss Shane Richardson has opened up about the Moneyball-type recruitment strategy that has been the secret weapon behind the Rabbitohs' march into Sunday's grand final. 
Many fans think because the Bunnies have played in three straight preliminary finals, it's been a cruisy ride the whole way since they won the 2014 Premiership. In fact, the Rabbitohs dropped alarmingly down the ladder after their grand final win to finish seventh in 2015, followed by back-to-back 12th placings. They've had to deal with the retirement of their three standout leaders and best players in Sam Burgess, Greg Inglis and John Sutton. They also had to go through the shake-up in the coaching ranks that included the sacking of Michael Maguire and the decision by Anthony Seabold to choose the Broncos over the Bunnies, which opened the door for Wayne Bennett. From the 2014 Premiership team, only three players remain in Adam Reynolds, Alex Johnston and Tom Burgess. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.